0: Well, Hey central family. Uh, usually we do a talk back, uh, over the, over zoom. You've seen me do one in person with Rob and maybe one with my wife, but today I have here, uh, my friend Luke and, uh, Luke, tell him where we are. We're at the Asheville municipal
1: golf course on number 18. Uh, I'm up one actually and uh, about to
0: close the match out. Uh, Luke might win today and that's okay. But, uh, I had a different plan for this week's sermon talk back. Uh, but then when Rob talked about having a, a little golf metaphor, which I grew, I grew up having golf metaphors in sermons, so I felt at home, but I looked at Luke, we, we made eye contact during the sermon and we knew we were going to maybe do a sermon talk back and at least do the intro here. We're going to do the, the intro course. here to the
1: golf course, talking about amateur status.
0: Yeah. Look, Rob talked about how words mean different things at different times and amateur has become almost a dirty word, a word that means not as skilled, but in reality, amateur uh, at the root of it meant to love and uh, you know Luke and I aren't the best golfers but we really love to play golf. Love to be out here. And so uh, we we try to capture that as much as we can when we play we try not to take it too seriously just like Faith we try to come at it with uh, we both played as children so like a childlike eye when we play the game uh, laugh at our bad shots celebrate Ooh, our good thanks. shots and still be a little bit competitive.
1: You know one of my favorite sayings there's this company out of Portland called uh, True Links Wear, and uh, they have this saying called enjoy the walk. Enjoy the walk, I like and, that. And I think that's that fits in so well with how Rob described an amateur. An amateur loves the game, loves what they're doing, simply for the pure joy of it. And uh, when, I, when I'm out here walking, I just try to enjoy the walk. I love that.
0: Rob did talk about how the guy uh, that was trying to reclaim his amateur status in his sermon had a, a draw and a fade to his game. Uh, one of us has a draw, one of us has a fade, so we're not playing exactly that, but we're having a great time. But we're excited to bring you this sermon talk back this week, and uh, we really hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much. See you soon. Hey, Luke, long time no see. Patrick, I,
1: I enjoyed last
2: time we where we did our uh, the sermon talk back intro. I know. Hopefully, everyone got to see that uh, up front. Um, unfortunately, I did lose uh, the round that day. That's okay. That's okay. We're here now, doing this. <laughs>
1: On a golf course anymore, but that's okay. We get to talk about a sermon.
2: Exactly. Well, what are you up to? Uh, this
1: this week has been a lot of um, looking forward and planning for the fall, and trying to figure out what we can do and not do, and um, and then also some looking at uh, some different uh, opportunities that we're going to offer with you, Patrick, through discipleship, with maybe a, a lunchtime lectionary study with Rob and. Um, I might start doing some writing as far as uh, devotionals that we'll put out, and so I've been kind of planning for that kind of stuff all for how we interact more, even though we're not together, uh, in person, but together virtually. So that's kind of been this week, and uh, I got to play a little golf with you yesterday.
2: Which is always nice. Well, we should say the reason that we did that, one, we play golf together every week, but two... uh, is because Rob used a golf metaphor in a sermon. So, I mean, at that point, it felt like uh, you you and I were the only ones uh, that should be talking about this, you know. Uh, if it was something about the Old Testament, I would have called my professor Ellen Davis. Uh, if it was, <laughs> you know, like, or if it's a golf metaphor, I feel like yeah, you and I spend enough time thinking about that uh, silly game that w- we should be the ones to talk about it. Uh, but I did like how, uh, Rob started off his sermon talking to us about how words take on new meaning, you know, and, um, you know, that amateur, and we kind of touched on this in our intro, that amateur, uh, you know, now means like someone is no good or it's sub, uh, subpar to stick with the golf theme here, but that it, you know, just not as good when in reality amateur is someone, um, that still has love for something. Um, someone who does it just for the love of something rather than as a profession. What did you think about that when Rob was saying we need to recapture our amateur status? It was interesting. Um, I had kind of a,
1: a tug inside of me when I when I heard the sermon. Um, on the one hand, I, I completely agree with what Rob said about uh, amateur and a passion and I have long I have long time been a college sports fan, more of a more than a professional sports fan. Mm-hmm. I much prefer college basketball or football or baseball to and even minor leagues where they're not paid as much and to to a professional sport. Um, mm-hmm. And I found myself as someone whose profession uh, is you know vocationally I'm a pastor, thinking well. I don't know. I worked really hard to become a pastor, and so <laughs> and then I came back to the mindset around passion and love for what you do, and love for the the call. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'll say he was spot on uh, with that. The idea of having to reimagine that, which was the golf, you know, story metaphor that he used with a professional golfer. That you, you know, why, why did you do it to begin with? um, so yeah there was a lot of a lot going on there for me both personally and then I love the metaphor and uh and I think our passion is really important
2: yeah oh you and I are both getting emails that's okay um no I I wanted to talk about that because so he gives the you know kind of the illustration about uh, a threesome and they add a fourth guy and the fourth guy's a really good player and um, he begins to ask him, you know, you should really try to play professionally. He says, you know, I did, uh, for a couple of years, but now I'm just trying to reclaim my amateur status, like trying to re-fall in love with it. Um, and then right after that, Rob talked a little bit about, um, what it's like to be a pastor or to be in a professional ministry role, um, and how it, some days it's easier for, your calling or your vocation to become your occupation, you know, and um, to really lean into the professional side rather than, you know, the ministry side. Um, And he kind of talked about how that's a constant and like you're saying, tug and pull between, you know, there is a job to be done and the job we work diligently to get. uh, And yet there are other aspects uh, that need to be tended to. Um, What are some ways that you combat that, uh, that tug and pull.
1: Yeah. Part of it's been a, a theological uh, root framework that's become part of my um, kind of the way I think about ministry and life daily. And, it, and it's an agrarian. It comes from Wendell Berry, mm-hmm. who you and I both just, I mean, love the you know, Wendell Berry's theology. But
0: one of the things Wendell
1: Berry talks about in several of his books is um, how we, how we order our lives, uh, how we uh, live each day. And, and for me, one of the ways that I've combated that is um, recognizing for me a lot like someone that has a farm. So you don't wake up on Saturday morning and be like, Saturday's my day off. Yeah. The animals can feed themselves later or Saturday's the day off. I'm not going to pick cucumbers today or, or whatever. be with your particular, You know, I'm not going to plow the field. I'm not going to, and, and one of the things that Barry observes about an agrarian theology is that each day provides an opportunity for work, and each day provides an opportunity for Sabbath. And one of the things that I've added to that is that each day offers an opportunity for play. And yeah. that, that was added for me when I had children, um, although I don't know why I didn't think of it before, children, I think play is a part of who we are. And so to think about this combating or to work through what it means to be a professional or to professionalize ministry and to be amateur and loving uh, what we do. Not that professionals don't love what they do, but, but love it because you don't have any kind of incentive financial or otherwise uh, as an amateur. I have reframed how I approach uh, each day and each week. So like, you know, a lot of days I work. It may just be a few emails on Saturday morning or a phone call that I, that I couldn't get to through the week or, or taking a few minutes to study something that I needed to study in preparation for Sunday. Mm-hmm. But every day I try to rest, too. Mm-hmm.
2: And a lot of days I try to play. I mean, I, I, and, and the way that it looks right
1: now is, is I do love to play golf. And I, and I play golf uh, in the evenings or super early in the morning or um, – we play on our day off and that kind of thing. So like, uh, and I just said day off, I just like talking about it, but we, on a day that we, we don't come into the office. Um, yep. so that's, that's the way I think about it. And it's not perfect, but it helps me. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, and so then I'm going to allude to an older sermon of Rob's as well as this one, because uh, you and I have an interesting perspective as does Rob because of our vocation and occupation. Um, but then Rob, you know, talks, uh, about the the rest of the church, you know, it's easy to fall into that rhythm as well. You know, that we just show up on Sundays or, uh, we begin to volunteer or we become very involved and, um, it becomes more about like, did we make sure that everything was put out in the fellowship hall? Are we going to get down there in time to do X, Y, and Z or, uh, but I think about a sermon Rob gave a couple months ago, uh, still during the pandemic. Um, but he was saying, um, that at, at our best, the church, uh, has our commissioning at our baptism, like our, and so uh, while other people don't have the designation like professional or pastor or et cetera, uh, you know, we, we all have to guard against, um, you know, this becoming, you know, our job or a part of our status, you know, that, uh, or like a a part of our identity in a negative way. Um, and that it's still something that we enjoy doing that we enjoy coming together to worship that we enjoy, um, coming together, uh, you know, to see one another in fellowship and that, and that we still uh, are trying to love God and love neighbor. How do you see, um, and how have you seen, um, the people of central when we are at our best doing that? So I think
1: so much of, um, living into our commissioning and baptism, uh, living into our call and our birth of being beautifully and wonderfully made is recognizing that life is long. And uh, and this is, you don't have to get it all right on this particular day, whatever this day is. Mm-hmm. And, and then the other piece for me is um, there are two other things. So, so life is long, it's a long, uh, um, Eugene Peterson calls a long, long obedience in the same direction. It, it's, a, it's a big thing. Um, two is uh, folks are passionate uh, and following our passion. Uh, Frederick Bigner talks about where, where our passion meets the world's need is where our call is. And, and, and so I think mm-hmm. when I see people people essential their best is when, um, you know, we found a way Together in a community for folks to follow their passion and serve the needs of the world mm-hmm. and serve the hopes of the world, um, and then and then lastly, I would say, um, recognizing that um, I see Mother Teresa in this idea that uh, you know after she passed, so so much of her writing uh, talks about how difficult it was for her to to follow and to have faith in how she experienced dark nights of the soul. And, but one of the things she did in the midst of that is she was always present uh, in the day that was before her. So if she had to get up and go feed some folks that that didn't have food or she went to sit in a leper colony and just be with folks, she was present to the here and now. So I think when folks at Central are, and, and we are at our best, is when we um, look at the day in front of us and in mm-hmm. the best way we can, love God and love neighbor. Uh, yeah. And then we think about that through the lens of our passion and we think about it through the lens of, of, this is a long process and we don't have to get it all right. And you put all those things together. And to me, that's the recipe for, um, you know part of the recipe for what it means to be uh, those that follow and, and do it um, with all of ourselves.
2: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And I just really thought this was a great sermon, um, from Rob this Sunday. Uh, and he kind of brings it around at the end, you know, and back to Paul's letter to the, the church in Ephesus about, like, cause it was a prayer, you know, and that if we want to try to get to what you're talking to and, you know, reigniting our passions or trying to find those things or reconnecting that, you know, we begin at the, at the beginning, essentially. <laughs> that we begin with with prayer and, and talking to God, what, however that looks like for each of us. Um, and so I, I really appreciated that. Well, did you have any other thoughts on the sermon this week? I think just to follow what you
1: just said about the, we started at the beginning, uh, it, it's one step, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. not, I don't I don't need to, I don't need to do step 10. Mm-hmm. The, the,
2: the here and now, the, the amateur is, is step one. And it's like I said in our preview
1: or the intro or whatever it is when we were on the court yesterday, uh, enjoy the
2: walk. Yeah.
1: Walk. Uh, you know, and, and I think that's part of being an amateur.
2: Yeah, I agree. Reclaiming that, that childlike, uh, wonderment at the, at all of it and just enjoying the, the present moment. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Luke, do you have anything else to share?
1: That's all I got, man. Uh, when are we going to play golf again?
2: I think Monday.
1: Uh, Monday.
2: I, oh, Monday. Well, oh, I know Monday. <laughs> but, well, man, I'll talk to you again soon, uh, probably either later today or tomorrow, depending on when we see each other on, on Zoom again. Sounds good. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate you, man. Of course.
1: See you soon.